We remain focused, and our goal still stands. By the end of 2014, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street will have her own Funko. Take the time out. Sign our petition at www.ipetitions.com slash petition slash Funko for Nancy. All one word. And follow us on our official Funko for Nancy Twitter account at Funko, the number four, Nancy. The following episode of Nowhere California features music from the Darrow Chemical Company. You want to hear more? Go to DarrowChemicalCompany.com. On this episode of Nowhere California, the guys from Nowhere will be playing to a lesser degree. If you do not remember this game, it is basically six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but shorter. The two celebrities that will be named are Tom Hanks and Michael Keaton. So listen to the end of the episode for the guys' answers, and if you want to send your responses, Send your messages to facebook.com slash Nowhere California. This is Phil. And this is Josh. And welcome to Nowhere California. Uh, before we get into the uh, meat of the matter, right? um, I had some network that happened that drove me nuts that I felt like as this is my place event sometimes. Right? What happened? I work retail. I work at Target. Uh-huh. Um, Target, because I'm not a douche. <laughs> I hate when people, I hear people on the cell phones going, Oh, I'm at Target. Oh, and you need to fall down some stairs. Oh, great. So I'm one of those people, huh? <laughs> well, you, no, you, you do it as a joke. Oh, okay. These people do it as, they say this all the time. Oh, they say it as, that is the name of yeah. the place. Yeah. I it's am like the people that have it drilled in their own minds. Oh, I'm at Wally World. No, you're at Walmart. Oh, got it. But that's beside the point. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. No worries. Uh, but there, I was helping a guest on the phone, and then all of a sudden, like, my back's turned, and I hear a whistle. I'm like... Whistle? Like, what kind of whistle? Did Just, like, a quick... Like... Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. I didn't know you couldn't whistle. I can't whistle. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, no. I'm um, sorry. That just surprised me. Okay. It's a disease. We'll so, so, so the guy went... Yeah, he whistled. And I'm like, someone just whistle at me? And I turn around, and I saw the phone in my ear, and the guy starts going, I need help with this TV. And I'm like... You're holding up one finger? Yeah, I'm going. holding up one finger. You're going... Okay, hold on one second. This, and I finish helping a guest on the phone, get off the phone, I go over to the guy, I'm like, how can I help you? I help the guy, mm-hmm. and it's finished. Moments later, he has the TV that he got, and before I parted ways with him after he picked his TV, mm-hmm. I asked him, would you like the cart? He said no. Moments later, I see him dragging the TV around. Oh, jeez. I'm just like, oh my god. So I totally, yeah. So this dude freaking whistled at me for help. To the people listening to this, do not do that to people that work retail. Especially with the phone next to their ear. Fucking idiots. Yeah, exactly, because that's not right. If I were you, I wouldn't have held up the finger that you held up. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I was thinking of another finger. I know. Uh, but but um, to kind of vet my frustrations and also to, because, you know what, this is our show, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Of course, that's right, a little bit. Yeah, I feel like we need to do a quick rapid-fire game of... What could I have responded to him with? Right. Uh, that is, if your company didn't frown upon it. Yeah, or if I was going to quit the same day. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Take, take, you know, take your, take your notice. Yeah. Um, um, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Guy whistles. I walk up to him, standing like two inches away from his nose. Do I look like a fucking dog? I would have walked up to him, saying, "Sir, were you checking out my ass? <laughs> I am not a piece of meat here for your entertainment." I am a human being, and I will be treated as such, sir. Good day. How may I help you? <laughs> nice one. So, 
<laughs> Could have walked up to him. Did you whistle at me? Uh-huh. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk around this corner real quick. You get your faculties together because you're not a fucking idiot, what it seems like, but you know what? You, you may look like one. And I'm going to come back around the corner. I'm going to ask you if you are finding everything okay. Then you're going to go, I could use some help in a nice tone and not whistle. So, walk up to him. You're going, oh, I'm sorry. Was, it, was that... That's a nice new fist to say. Yeah. <laughs> I guess for my final uh, uh, installment on this one. Mm-hmm. I really want to... I would have helped him in everything and then waited to see him dragging the TV around and then got on the walkie. Uh, security, um, there's a strange gentleman dragging around a TV. Um, I'm kind of worried. Use excessive force if necessary. Taser at will. <laughs> I think uh, here's a good one for you. <laughs> if if I certainly did not care about employment anymore, I think I would have walked up after his whistle and went. <laughs> I'm uh, I can't assist you, sir. I'm heading in the back to shit on my manager's desk. <laughs> That's a good way to answer. So there you go, my Yeah, there you go. That was our venting on stupid people in retail. You feel better? Yes, I do feel better, but okay. I'm really going to feel good about this because this idea for this current episode uh-huh. sprung to life during my retail shifts this past week. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a look at our choices for um, a monument to horror. Yeah. We are going to talk about our picks for the horror movie equivalent of Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. I think we have appropriately it, dubbed it. Mount Gormore. There you go. But before we get into that, we do have some pre-recorded comments from two friends of the show, Nick and Doug. Uh-huh. And here you go. Yes, so fun in my basement. <laughs> hey guys, this is Doug here to tell you guys about my Mount Goriama. Or, that's not right, my Mount Goriavist. No, fucking fuck. My Mount Goriama chalk. God damn it. Hold on. Let me check my sleeve here. Mount Gormore. Who the fuck came up with that stupid title? Anyways, Mount Gormore. So, if I had my Mount Rushmore of Gore, what would I see? Well, it would definitely be very bloody. Because, you know, you could just have rock. Um, I think the first head, though, we would see right off the start, Adam Green. For those of you guys who have heard me before mention on the show, Adam Green is my... My icon. I love this guy. Like, people, like, you know, worship John Carpenter and Wes Craven and all that. Like, Adam Green is amazing. Gotta watch the Hatchet Trilogy. He went mainstream a little bit with Frozen. That kind of got a little popularity. He's done Spiral, Grace. He's now done two TV shows, two television series. Now, two TV seasons of a show called Holliston on Fearnet. Rest in peace, Fearnet. Um, my second head would be that of Eli Roth. Now, I know in the horror community, he's 50-50. Either people hate him or people like him. I like him. He definitely took the torture porn series, which I hate that title, to a whole other level. And in my opinion, kind of just finished it off. was just like, this is, this is it. This is the end-all, be-all of torture porn. My third one. Now, i got to go classic with this because they did throw Washington on there, so they went old school. i got to go a little old school with it. Jason Voorhees would be my third one. That is the icon of classic horror for me. And, you know, it's, I, I, can't, I actually ended up seeing Friday the 13th late on in life, but it's still, even at 22 years old, it still scared me. And so he deserves number three. Now, I'm going to go a little out of the box with number four. I'm going to go without a character or a living person, but I'm going with the steak knife 
from the kitchen that every woman goes and grabs and every killer, every slasher killer grabs is the end-all, be-all tool of serial killers. And, and, you know, especially 80s slasher movies, um, you know, we had the axe and the machete, but really it all comes down to the knife. And even in Scream, it's not, it's more of a hunting knife than a kitchen knife, but it still had that same kitchen knife look to it. So that's my that's my top four of Mount Gormor. Uh, Got it right that time. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and send it over to Nick. Uh, Nick, by the way, dude, Mount Gormor. That's what it's called. Gormor. Don't fucking... Gormor. Okay, Gormor. You say Gormor? No, Gormor! Whatever. What a stupid fucking title. I know. So I guess I have to do my Gormor picks... Stupid fucking name. Anyway, I get to do my Gormor picks, and I think as I'm standing back envisioning this monument, would it be made out of rock or would it be entrails? I don't know. Let me think. Well, we'll go with rock. With a lot of blood on it. Okay, so I have to go with my two favorites right off the bat, which are going to be Jason Voorhees, which I I think the other guys are kind of in agreement on this one, but uh, there's just something that is so primal about him, uh, and yet there's a sense of vengeance involved in it too, uh, which is why his mother killed, and then hence after his mother died, he comes back. Spoiler alert for any weird who haven't possibly seen any Friday the 13th film. But Jason, Jason's the shit. Then I have to jump over to my next one, which is Michael Myers. And I have to say Michael Myers because when I discuss this with a buddy of mine, Freddy, when it boils down to it, he's a child molester who has the power of dreams to do whatever he wants with. Jason kills kind of out of revenge and, and, you know, for himself and for the way his mother was treated. Michael Myers kills just because he kills. He's a, he's a force of nature. He's like a tornado on the loose. There's no rhyme or reason. He doesn't give a care what, you know, what you look like or what you did to anybody else. He's just a killer. And I, I love that about him. Uh, then I'm going to have to go with Wes Craven just because he's a genius. Uh, I, I love Wes. I love everything that he's done. And I will say finally, for my last pick, I'm torn here. I'm torn a little bit. But for my last pick, I think I'm going to have to go with... Okay, I'm going to go with Ash from The Evil Dead. And uh, it was, forgive me, Stephen King. This was uh, it was it was going to be yours too because you terrorized my dreams via books. But I just have a, such a soft spot in my heart for Ash. So there's my picks: Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Wes Craven, and Ash from the Evil Dead series. And I think that rounds it out for me. That's who would be on my Mount Gormor. There we go. I got it. Thanks, guys. Those are some really great choices. That, that's, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss there. Yeah, some, I'm kind of speechless on them, too. We also threw it out to the social media world at large. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we just didn't do it in time, or mm-hmm. everybody was just like, fuck you two, we're done with you two. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, but uh, we did get a response. Yeah, yeah, and, but... By our good buddy Matt, who we bashed in our last episode. God bless him. Uh, you, you say last episode like it's never going to happen again. Oh, it will, and he knows it, and I love him. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. I only do it because I care. Yeah, it's tough love. It's yeah, it is. 
Um, his picks are of the classic variety. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you want me to read those off? Or yeah, do we want to you go can go the first one. Okay, uh, the first one he had on his Mount Rushmore is the Black Lagoon. The creature, the creature from, the, from the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. Which, good choice. Good, Very uh, good. Classic choice. Uh, he's got, uh, ah, Nosferatu. A classic vampire. Not the typical Belagosi looking vampire, the freaking, I got the long finger right. nail look. Right. Uh, uh, next one is uh, the werewolf. Uh, the Wolf Man. Wolf Man. Yeah, and then you've got Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Um, and that is really funny. Now I gotta, I gotta bring this up. The thing is, Matt has an incredible list. Do you want to know why he's got an incredible list? Because uh, that's pretty much your list. It is my list, but the thing is, I, 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 I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. It's, it, it, it's not identical, okay? Yeah. But it's really funny. I made up my list, and then I made up a counter list just in case. Yeah. Because you want to know what you posted on our uh, Facebook wall? You actually posted the Mount Gormore. Yeah. Well, Mount Gormore. Well, that's the reason I posted the picture, because I wanted Did to... Did you see the picture first, and that inspired yeah. you? Well, that's what is so hilarious, because when I saw it... Okay, yeah. the, the picture that's on the Facebook yeah. has... Uh, of, 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 uh, of, Mats. It's got Frankenstein's monster. Yes. It's got the Phantom of the Opera from yes. the classic silent film, um, and uh, it's got Dracula. You know, so yeah. you know, but you know, whereas Matt's got Nosferatu, this one actually has Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Yes, exactly. And the other one, it's also got the Wolfman. Yeah. I mean, so it's got the Wolfman. He's got Matt's got the list right here on on what is seen, which I think yeah. is awesome. Well, I mean, it's not it, like I said, not identical. And mine. The thing is, I was thinking, you know, what is... When you have a Mount Rushmore... So before we jump in this, do we want to do a rapid fire where, like, you say one, I say one? Or do you want to just... I want to say the entire Mount. Okay. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to... The thing is, I'm going to go with my newer one, but I want to get this out in the open of what I had originally. Um, I had Frankenstein's Monsters, just like Matt did, and the same thing that was on your Gormore. Instead of... um, Instead of... um, uh, Instead of um, the Phantom of the Opera... I had the mummy. Nice. So they, they were universal monsters. Yes. And then I had Dracula, and then I had uh, the Wolfman. Yeah. So see, it was it was pretty close, okay? Yeah. But I was thinking, it's like okay, I would say that that they would be almost like the founding fathers. Yeah. Or the most pr- pretty influential. Uh, they were the most influential on the horror today. Yes, very true. So I am going to say that either that was my first choice. And it's quite of a kind of a big thing. Is like, yeah, if there was a Mount Rushmore for horror, these guys would definitely be on it. Yeah. So I'm going to go with my second, uh, my second, second choice. My, my, oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I want you to go first. Oh no, uh, you, go ahead, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going with the second round because let me. I'm going to tell this like the first one that I just mentioned. Those guys are the entrepreneurs, yeah. and I think those those would be the monsters that would be on Mount Gormore because they are the founding fathers of you horror. Know, Everything you almost have to say they're the godhead. They're the trinity of yeah. horror because exactly. when you think horror, you always think a quartet. You mean. The, the, yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, trin- well the, the idea, the religious idea of the Trinity, the God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, exactly. They're, they're, they're the God. They are, you yeah. think horror, you think Frankenstein's monster, you think Dracula, you yeah. think family opera. They're, those are the things that you see, um, you know, the, you, you see them every Halloween. Yeah. We know who they are. They are icons. Yes. And they are the first horror icons. And yeah. I'm not going to deny that. Exactly. So I decided like, to like, oh yeah, uh, track here. No, you're not. I was talking to Doug about uh, some recent horror movies like Maniac and mm-hmm. uh, You're Next just basically saying, like, these are my favorite horror movies of all time. And he mm-hmm. kind of had this look of of all time. Yeah. And I put it this way. When it comes to, like, the classics, like, I'm talking Freddy. I'm talking the 
mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, of course. the Universal. Those are held to another level. Like, even yeah. that, they're there. They're the... They're the, they they're, start, they're the classics, and it's they're untouchable. Exactly, and no, uh, it, nothing would ever do that. Exactly, but so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going with the second, uh, the second rule of thumb here, and like I said, it's like kind of like okay, who would be the ones uh, that would really, you know, keep in the mark? And like I said, this is my personal, and one will probably be an oddball. Yeah, kind of like how I kind of thought like the uh, Phantom of the Opera one was an oddball, but you know what? That's that's silent film. Yeah, that was horror of silent film, and yeah. that was uh, it was absolutely uh, brilliant. Uh, but the one, I'm, uh, the ones I'm going with, my my Mount Gormore. Yeah, uh, would consist, and um, as of right now, I haven't heard really Nick and Doug's. Yeah, uh, and I'm hoping I'm not repeating any of theirs. Well, uh, for for the sake of recording, they're repeating us. Okay, <laughs> there you go. We'll, we'll we'll go ahead and say they that. stole our answers. Yeah, <laughs> bastards! If you did, yeah. But I, I'm hoping they. Uh, I I just hope they have a different variety than I do. Yeah. Uh, but this is what I uh, did, and I throw in another one to like to kind of mix it. But here are the horror icons that stick to me in my Mount Gormore. It would have to be Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, okay. Jason, one of mine. Jason from Friday the 13th. Yeah, took another one of mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chucky from Child's Play. No, I didn't have him. Good. Chucky from Child's Play. Yeah. And I would say Sal Wayne from Trick or Treat. Nice. So uh, those, there would be a second, uh, there's the second Founding Fathers. Those are the horror icons that I've kind of come to really like. I mean, the first three are classic, yeah. and the other one uh, is new. Okay. Is, 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 is new to the grounds. I, sp- I, would take, I would take Sal Wayne over the puppet from Saw. Oh, exactly. Because Sal Wayne actually killed people. Yeah. The, the puppet did not. The puppet kind of was like, do it. Yeah, it just goes, you're doing it. Yeah, it's just a recruiter going, I want to play a game. I mean, well, no, and it's not in that. Uh-huh. The puppet, like, is just kind of just there. Yeah. The encouraging is the, it's Jigsaw that's saying. Oh, I know, I know. But the, the thing but is, the puppet is literally a puppet, not a monster, yeah. not a possessed yeah. puppet. Like you said, the yeah. Billy the puppet is just kind of, do it. Yeah. Just put the tip in. And yeah, got, yeah, exactly. And I think all uh, and what all four of them have in common. Even if you include uh, Jason from Friday, uh, from Friday six to ten, yeah, uh, you're dealing with a supernatural force. Oh yeah. Because uh, let's face it, um, Jason was not human anymore from six and up. He was uh, pretty much a, a zombie. Yeah. Um, then you got Freddy, you know, nightmare. A guy that invades you in your nightmares. You got Chucky, a supernaturally possessed doll, and then which also too, mm-hmm. Chucky is Chucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even counting the seed of Chucky and those little bullshit tongue in cheek like oh, this is fun. no 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 no. Yeah. Child's Play one through three, right? Did I just spit on you? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's Child's Play. Um, uh, I didn't mean to spit on you. No, no worries. But, but Child's Play is one through three. Yeah, and more than likely that recent one. Yeah, Curse of Chucky was pretty scary. Oh yeah. But uh, there you go. But yeah, I'm talking about classic Chucky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, supernaturally possessed scary doll. Yeah. And the then, initial, the initial where the guy possesses himself into the doll. Yes, exactly. The 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 classic. And then you've got Samhain, a Celtic Halloween god. Yeah. So that um, likes candy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just to cut top it off, and you can't top that. No, you can't top that. So um, I would love to hear your picks. That's yeah, that would be on my on my. That, those are good choices for Gormore, mm-hmm. and two two of them were on mine. So uh, well, just, just I do have my, I do have laterals. I do I'm have, glad you have that laterals, but go ahead and mention what it looked like first. Well, uh, well, the first two, Jason and, and Freddy, Freddy. Okay, and I was initially going to put them as Robert England and Kane Hodder. Oh, okay. just because. They are Freddy and Jason. Right. It's not knocking other people that play Jason. Well, no. The thing is, I, well, I 
I'm not knocking the original. The, the, the people that started the franchise, I am kind of knocking the newer guy. Yeah. Well, he's, he's okay. Yeah, they do. The, mm-hmm. the people that started exactly is mm-hmm. that. They started the, the mm-hmm. creation of Jason. And the guys that played Jason after Kane, they're keeping the character that everybody loves alive. Mm-hmm. Kane is the one that made Jason. Kane's daughter is Jason. I mean, he was the embodiment of Jason. Not to mention, of all the Jasons, he went through the most misery because he was such a hell of a stuntman. Yeah. So he's, he was willing to do it too, and he yeah. had so much fun with it. Like mm-hmm. I, like I said in past episodes, I, oh, yeah. I own the book, his yes. autobiography, and I laugh at every time I read the part where he goes outside of this school that. Mm-hmm. They're filming at in full Jason year to just sit and relax, and he notices kids passing through the fields, <laughs> and he just stays perfectly still to just see what happens. And the kids get closer and closer. Some of them will randomly throw rocks to just see what if it's a statue or not. And if they get close enough, he'll jump up and scare them. <laughs> now that is cool. he has scared the crap out of a lot of them, and some. Blossom your nation is Well, I would too. He is a he's a big, imposing, sweet guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. he looks imposing, but he's a very well. Sweet when he strangled us, was, oh, he's like, oh, this one made noise. I'm like, yeah, I was method. And I was like, yeah. no, he he's going to kill me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then also too, the story goes on where Kane, like the kids that don't run away, yeah, he gets the okay to bring them on set to let them check out stuff. Yeah. Which shows a lot for the, how cool a guy is. Oh, absolutely. And then also, too, like you said, with Freddy. Freddy's Freddy. Robert England uh, played Freddy that entire course of that series. Yeah, minus Jackie Earl. Well, no, no, I said uh, the course of the original series. Yeah. I'm talking from Nightmare 1 to uh, to, to, to Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, and um, it, yeah. it's him. It, Freddy it is. is England, England is Freddy. Exactly. And then also, too, we've, we've bashed Jackie Earl... And it was okay if you treated like it, 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 it is. A, it is. It's his own movie. It, 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 it wasn't really anything against him or the whole nightmare thing. It's the studio mm-hmm. that decided let's reboot. Yeah, exactly. And it's, not have Robert do it. It felt like, more like a reboot to reboot, and I don't agree with reboots unless the actor that played him, um, you know, either didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, or you know is is gone from us, and I don't want to live in a world without Robert England. Exactly. I mean, I'm already I'm already going through too much of that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Robert England, um, uh, granted, he was he was totally cool with it, but I just I I still think he is a box office draw for uh, uh, diehard fans. Yeah. He is Freddy. That's the whole thing too. When they first announced, oh, we're doing a nightmare. Oh, cool. Modern Nightmare on Elm Street. Robert England, cool. Robert England's not in it. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that. I mean, humongous bummer. There was a fan film that leaked a little while ago. I don't know if you had seen this. This yeah. was before. It was before. This was um, uh, before um, uh, the Jackie Earl uh, Jackie Earl Haley one came out. Yeah, I thought this sucker was real. It had uh, the, 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 what they did. This these people they put all this money into this trailer and they made it look really awesome. And it was supposed to be uh, reboots. Not, 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 yeah, it was supposed to be a reboot. Yeah. And what they had is uh, they're looking at the body and they're uh, they're going, well, what happens? Like, well, it looks like the uh, wounds were cauterized because they were burnt. cut. Yeah, you know, yeah. burnt. Oh yeah, I think you, you probably saw parts of this or something like no, that. No, well, it's Freddy. Well, yeah, it is Freddy, but it's like, oh my god, they cauterized the. Things, be, but and when you see Freddy, Freddy is actually because he was burned in this fan film, and you can't find him anywhere anymore. It looked awesome. He had the the traditional Freddy uh, makeup, only he yeah. had a little bit of hair, but he was still like on fire, yeah. and his uh, his blades were like all 
hot because they were still. Like, so it was amazing. like the initial. It was after the initial parent kill. Yeah, exactly. Like he's, 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 he's like Nancy, like that. Yeah. So he, it's it's like in this remake, even though they were retelling the same story according to the trailer. Yeah. He was stuck in the form where he's still freaking on fire, yeah. not burnt, but he's still on fire, and that it looked marvelous. Oh, it was a marvelous looking thing, and it was a fan film. I thought it was real until I figured out that it was, a, you know, until I, I, don't, I don't know how I found out. Yeah. I think I read the, synop- uh, the, the description and realized that there was really no backing to it. Yeah. Uh, but it looked like a real trailer, and this was two years. This came out two yeah. years before the Jackie Hurley thing, so it was... Uh, well, uh, before this episode comes up, tur- goes online, I'll see if I can track something now. Yeah, uh, see if you can, but uh, and and and, po- and post it because it was it was it was what I wished it would have done because the guy looked enough um, like Robert England in the it was in that traditional form the traditional right? one, not an actual uh, burn victim. <laughs> yeah, actual burn victims with skin with skin grafts. Yes, uh, yes. I, I want I want my Freddy to look like pizza. Well, it looks like. Uh, Jackie or Haley kind of looked like a freaking burn victim of uh, uh, Jack Palance from uh, <laughs> yeah. City Slickers. Yes, <laughs> yes, he did. He, he <laughs> I kept expecting him to go, city folk. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> lord. Enough. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, but but that, that was the Freddy thing. And also, too, kind of on the Freddy thing, Yeah, we had that conversation in the past where I'm not going to put it on wax. Oh, yeah. But remember that reboot I had the idea for where England's Freddy comes back and takes out Jack. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> I still want to shoot that. I want if I do it myself, and I know, <laughs> yeah, I get Jackie or Haley and Robert England agree, but I, I'm going to write. No, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go on record saying I love Jackie or Haley. He is a wonderful actor. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. I. 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 I he. He just. He seems. He seems really down to earth. I think he's. I think he's. Uh, tr- you know, I think he's tremendous. Oh yeah. I just. Uh, and he was uh, he would have been my choice for Freddy. He yeah. was not a he, bad Freddy choice. He was a good Freddy, but the way they took it, it's yeah. like this ain't Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I think I would have to blame the writers more. Put than... the fear back in everybody. Exactly. Okay, so now into my laterals, uh-huh. the two swaps. Let me see. Uh, first to take the place of Jason, mm-hmm. since he was on your Gormor, Ash from Evil Dead. Ash. He will. Do we be... have a good guy here. Yes. Okay. Ash from Evil Dead. Honestly, it's Bruce Campbell. Ash from Evil yeah. Dead. He you is... got that crew cut, the scarred up face, and of course, I mean, come on, the chin. The chin. The chin. Hail to that the king. Hail to the king. That chin would look great on hardcore granite. Yes. <laughs> yes, it would. Because it is. It is granite. granite. Yes. You, you need to. You need to carve Bruce Campbell's chin into a, a rock with his chin. And that's, that's all thing too. Bruce Campbell is a type of actor. His career speaks for itself. His career as Ash speaks for itself. Yeah. He deserves a statue alone. He does. Yeah. But so does a chainsaw. And I'm not trying to veer for it because yeah. I figured I figured there's a little bit more we can discuss as we talk about exactly. said individuals. Army of Darkness 2 is not going to happen, is it? I never say never. I will never say never because the thing is I didn't think a Evil Dead remake was going to be Exactly. Good. And but, they did you know, well. It was it, such an awesome remake. It, it, it was something that people liked and they even coughed up. They tease you. They coughed up Ash in the ending of the credits. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler anymore because if you haven't seen it or you forgot to sit around for the credits it's your own damn fault. Yeah, it is your fault at this point. So, yeah. no, no, no. They, they cough him up yeah. and he says, Groovy. Groovy. With the chin. Yeah. 
and then he looks at you, right? Yeah. And um, every fanboy that saw that in the theater that opening weekend shit themselves. Oh, I did. I, I was totally screwed. It didn't matter that he didn't kill any deadites. I just it's thought it was Bruce awesome. Bruce fucking Campbell and Evil Dead. It's Bruce fucking Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, see, fucking is his middle name as well. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, actually, if you look at IMDb, it's not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to marry the woman that will let me give my kid the middle name fucking. Yeah. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. This is uh, Brandon. Fucking Brandon fucking Gilmore. Gilmore. <laughs> Thomas fucking Gilmore. Yeah. Oh, maybe you should call him Mother fucking Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thomas motherfucking Gilmore. Yeah. There you go. He's a motherfucking Gilmore. Okay, so um, but my yeah. wife will let me do that, but then my mom will punch me in the face. Uh, you didn't want any birthday cards anyway, right? I don't care. Uh, yeah, there you go. But yeah. Uh, you, you, you got the chin and I, I will not say never say never um, I just noticed that it was moved from IMDB and that that almost like it's like that's the seal of death to me because it was there in production and then uh, it, it vanished but also too you can look at it as like a never say never that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell may have looked at it like oh they're thinking we're going to do this shit we'll pull from IMDB we'll spring it on those guys ah cool so it's to see how much and so that, you know, they're, they're unpredictable. I would love for somebody to do something like that because you I see, would. like, the Marvel movies coming out and everything, and everybody's talking, like, oh, it'd be so awesome to see Spider Man or Wolverine in the next Avengers. Yeah. Or just something to that effect. Or everybody's talking about Batman versus Superman, like, the spoilers that will mm-hmm. be everywhere. I would love to see it where, like, let's just use the Avengers 2 as an example. Oh, of course, of course, huh? Where they sneak. Hugh Jackman on the set, and it's a day that they're in the studio, like yes. full on. They get like an airplane hangar figured out where they can film like this big scene where Wolverine can swoop in, do his deal, and get the hell out of there. Exactly, and they keep it out from everybody. Yes, they yes, have yes, yes, yes. Hugh Jackman like in a hoodie and everything, dressed as a crew member. Mm-hmm. They get him in there, they get him the hell out of there. Critic screen. It gets to the scene with Wolverine. The projector breaks down. Oh, oh, no! oh shit! And it comes back on. Missing scene. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then opening weekend, we get to see it. It's a full-on surprise. I'd love, I'd love. I would I'm, love that too. I'm begging the movie gods for some movie maker to do this. I am so, you know, that is hilarious, and I think that is a wonderful gimmick, because, you know, in the internet world, in this fast-paced internet world, it is so hard to surprise people exactly. anymore. And you want to know, the thing is, I hope I'm not jinxing it, because, I mean, we have, we have, we have our very lovely, wonderful, devoted listeners, yeah. and I'm hoping I'm not jinxing this, like, like for Ghostbusters 3. And like yeah. I said, yeah. this isn't, I, Bill Murray is like, you know, it's like a consistent, nobody knows. I mean, even Ivan Reitman said himself, he goes, uh, the people asked him, is he going to be in Ghostbusters 3? And he goes, you know what, and, and Ivan Reitman says, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when we did, um, oh, I don't know if it was a Caddyshack, I can't remember. Oh, Meatballs? Yeah, it was yeah. Meatballs. Um, I didn't, didn't know that Bill Murray was going to be there. Until two days before shooting. Yeah. So I was wondering if, you know, when the movie comes out, it's going to concentrate on the newer generation, and nobody's going to know. I hope, you know, trailers will come, and Bill Murray will be a no-show, and it'll be, it's like, okay, well, Bill Murray yeah. will not be shown. And then, as the movie progresses, at the very end of the movie, Bill Murray just shows up. Well, let me remind you, Zombieland. Who the right. hell knew Bill Murray was going to be in it? No one saw that, and he, the, 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 the Murricane is unpredictable. And exactly. I love the unpredictable Murricane. Yes. I love Bill Murray. And I want to be I in of that. I'm not talking about the anus. No, 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 but you, if we... If we That's not a very gay. We're all going to see it, and all four of us will jump and go, Holy shit, he's there! He made it there! So, um, like I said, I hope I, like I said, I'm not trailing off topic, but that yeah. kind of thing would be really cool to see... Kind of a la with Ash and all this. A surprise. Just a good surprise. Okay, my next. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman 
was on my original list, but okay. since you took Freddy, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring bump her up. You're gonna bump her up, okay? Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, okay, so you got Ash and Nancy, the ultimate final fan girl, the so, ultimate final girl. Yes, there you go, the ultimate heroine, mm-hmm. the ultimate heroine of horror movies. And that is a beautiful face to have. She on deserves her to be on Mount Bullmore, and this is not yes. this is even taken away from our past involvements in needing her. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And our current campaign. No, my, my mind was already... Fungo for Nancy. My mind would have already been made up for that years ago. Exactly. I was sold on her back in 1984. Exactly. And, you know, like you said, the original heroine. So you got two heroines. I love that. Yeah. You got you got a hero and a heroine on your uh, Mount Lormore so far. And here's the villain, the villain of my Mount Lormore. Mm-hmm. Pinhead. Oh my god now One main reason too uh-huh. Pinhead In the Hellraiser movies mm-hmm. For a lot of people That was the first horror movie Where you sat there going What the fuck It broke a lot of ground Clive Barker Is a messy motherfucker He is He is And I love the fact That there were these Cheaper uh, movies made Like there was this one That was from Dimension Films yeah. They popped out The final Um uh, Hellraiser, and it didn't even have Doug Bradley as uh, Pinhead in it. Yeah, um, they dug That's that a out. Crime right there. Oh, it is, and it's a double crime. When they said uh, inspired by the uh, uh, by uh, by uh, inspired by the works of Clive Barker. Bullshit. Oh, Clive Barker. He tweeted. I think he was one of the first tweets that ever went out there, and he goes, "That motherfucking abomination is no child of mine." <laughs> 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 what he said about oh, the recent Hellraiser movie, and you want to know what he's doing now? He's working on the remake. Oh, nice. Clay Barker goes, all right, you're going to say that that's my kid? No. Fuck that. You know what? I'm going back to Hollywood, and I'm going to do this right. I'm going to Hollywood, and I'm aborting that one. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what he's doing. Thank you, Clive. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the next movie. But yeah, Pinhead, what is scarier than a uh, messed up dominatrix from hell? Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh no, an S and M guy. <laughs> Just all the above. Yeah, like I said, the Hellraiser movies and Pinhead in general, uh-huh. like his crew and everything. You could just you get to that scene where he first initially shows up and you see his partners in crime and everything. You're just like, yeah, the Cenobites. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, that is one of the first movies that made me very uncomfortable, especially when the guy's like, Jesus wept. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a dark. Oh, visceral movie where you're oh just like, my God, it's like what yeah. Eli Roth has said before, and it's one of the things I always mm-hmm. tell people when it comes to horror movies. When they're like, I didn't like that movie, and Eli Roth said this perfectly. When it comes to horror movies, you're not supposed to feel great afterwards. Yeah. You're not supposed to leave a horror movie going, Whoa, well, gee whiz, gee whiz, Willikers, yeah, gee Willikers, Mr. Wilson, let's get that ice cream, yeah, exactly. That's a strawberry sauce. No, Hellraiser is definitely not going to make you feel like sunshine and rainbows. And if you read the movie of Hellraiser, feel like sunshine and rainbows, what the fuck is wrong? Your next stop is a therapy appointment, exactly, or lithium. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Pinhead definitely belongs there. Yeah. Uh, and my final pick is like how we talked about um, the Universal monsters as kind of the Godhead and everything. Yeah, my, my final pick for my Gormore mm-hmm. is kind of a creator, a creator, Wes Craven. You would put Wes Craven. Yeah, uh, I would put Wes Craven on Gormore. Well, that's yeah. that's cool. Think about it. I'm like Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Hills have eyes. Uh, the Screams mm-hmm. um, Feast Yeah His involvement with the Project Greenlight And everything like that mm-hmm. Just horror in general Wes Craven kind of built that foundation 
Yeah. Yeah. And you've got like Nightmare. Um, you've got Nightmare, <clears throat> kind of, uh, or Wes Craven, um, on two fourths of the of the Dormor there, which I kind of like. I mean, that kind of shows the staying power of Wes Craven. It, it, it does. It does. His style. Um, you know, like when he had. Uh, you know, and you also have Freddy too. I did have Freddy. Yeah. So, um, but, but but yeah, you got you got two out of four. Yeah, I know. But, but I'm not I'm not dissing you. Oh, I think I know it's really not. I think it's really interesting when you think about his lasting power. I mean, you've got Wes Craven. He started off with the, with with some of the simpler stuff, and then of course he he made gold with Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare uh, was was independently uh, funded. The initial Nightmare. The yes, initial Nightmare was Nightmare. that equivalent back then of an in, independent film. Yeah, exactly. It was when it, well, it's like they always say about New Line Cinema. The house that Freddie built. Yeah, now, now that's what I'm. The house that Freddie built. I love that, and that it's that's 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 way too true. And um, without so without Freddie Krueger, we wouldn't have had Ninja Turtles. Exactly. You know? We wouldn't <laughs> have we would have had Ninja Turtles. We would not have um, any of the Kevin Smith movies. Yep, the Suburban Commando. Okay, uh, that could stay. <laughs> I love Suburban Commando, I love because, Suburban Commando. because of the PKA meter, and it's just a cheesy movie. It is. I I recently saw online uh-huh. a double feature for like seven bucks on Amazon of Mr. Nanny and Suburban Commando. Oh, I love those. I may be buying that for Doug soon. Cool. Don't listen that part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got, oh, yeah. Doug, zip, don't listen that. Part. Zip that. But uh, back on the West Craven, West Craven. number. Uh, don't, don't like I said. I love these little segues. Yeah. Um, with Wes, uh, think of his two movies. You got Nightmare One. Yeah. Um, well, actually, the other one was not his. He just produced. Yeah. You know, he got the writing credit. But also, too, you got to look at it okay. this way. Mm-hmm. Without Wes, there's no Nightmare. No, there is not. There is not. Now, I've got to. I've got to stress this again. Nightmare on Elm Street, number one. You know, the end of the 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 one the that was an in, the initial independent film. Yeah. And then you've got the remake, studio backed up, so much money and budget. Yeah. Which one was scarier? Which one had the cultural impact? Let me remind you of the scene where Freddy's walking down the alley and his arms are stretching out. Scary as shit. Yes. Can you believe that? On a a shoestring of a budget, even back in 1984, it got across so much more viscera and horror. And then flash forward to the remake and everything Mm -hmm. to one of the scenes I know you mentioned on the past podcast, the snow in the bedroom. Yeah, exactly! (laughs) Where she is not phased by it. Oh, it's snowing. Oh, normally it snows in the bedroom. Uh Usually the snow spits out of the microwave. Oh, yeah. The blood gets off of the third floor. <laughs> you know, that's exactly the feeling I got. And, uh, I mean, like I said, oh, oh, and I was gypped. But she was in the tub, and they tease you with it, but she doesn't get pulled down. Yeah. It's over. I'm like, no! That was great, the part where Nancy gets pulled down into the water. I mean, have you ever... You know, when I was a kid, I was afraid. When I was taking my bubble bath, that that was going to fucking happen to me. <laughs> And what is the whole point of a movie to fucking scare you? Exactly. And then also, too, you look at the scene where Johnny Depp, his initial acting role, his yep. introduction to the world, mm-hmm. because of Wes Craven's daughter is saying, he's hot. Exactly. Him in the movie. We have a Jack Sparrow, thanks to Wes Craven, everybody. Yeah. We do. And that scene where he gets sucked into the bed and that geyser <laughs> of blood. You do not see that today. No, that effect was terrific. And especially the way they built, the, they actually built that room to do that. Yeah. It was it's breathtaking. Yeah, it's it breathtaking is. today, and it was breathtaking back then. Because also too, if they would have done that scene today, 
One, it'd have been CGI. Uh-huh. And it would have been overdone beyond belief. Exactly. What looks better? Oh, oh, that's another thing. What looks better? You know that part where the crucifix comes out and Finny, okay, you know, kind of comes through the wall. Yes. And then she wakes up and he's gone. Yeah. Um, that was done with just a flat sheet and lighting. Exactly. And then you he does the exact same thing in the remake and it's all CG. Doesn't look as good, does yeah. it? So, Simplicity Speaks Wonders and Wes Craven, I, I admire him being on Mount... Uh, Gormor because of this yeah. and not just that it's because of the evolution of his films yeah. he first you started with the red uh, those little uh, crazy rednecks and those traps in the hills in the hills have eyes yeah. and you've got Nightmare yeah. and then you've got another iconic franchise uh, granted the reboots were not that, um, not too much but you know I mean but you, then you've got Scream but I'll do uh, going back to Nightmare oh, I'm sorry go back we, to Nightmare we have the initial independent Nightmare uh-huh. we get the other directors taking their hands in it and Wes kind of checking things out and making sure they're not fucking the pooch on it. Mm-hmm. And then we get Wes back with New Nightmare. Yeah, new Nightmare and it made Freddy scary again. That made the whole idea of it scary. Yeah. Because it, it brought Freddy It brought Freddy world. into the real world and no, I don't think any director has really ever done that. I mean, he broke the fourth wall and it was still scary. Well, that's the whole thing. I think Wes Craven is the only one that could ever do it. I don't think there's any other director that, that could, could write the fourth wall like yeah. he did. I mean, could anybody write Jason or Mike Myers into reality and yeah. have it be taken seriously? Exactly. But there's no, no way. There is no way. And I did. I took uh, New Nightmare totally seriously. Oh, yeah. And it made it that much scarier. Exactly. Uh, be, not, not only was it Freddy, but it was a darker Freddy. Oh, yeah. And it, it was terrific. And after that, after Wes Craven's Nightmare, he single-handedly, again, I say single-handedly because... Uh, there were a bunch of followers after this. Yeah, he. They there, had there, there was pretenders to the throne. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They they did scream right. Well, you got to give credit to Kevin Williamson on that. Those oh, two was that rating? Yeah, the scripts. Okay, but also do Wes's hand in there. The direction. Yeah. The direction it took was it, because Wes knows how to balance horror and comedy. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, laughter inevitably follows. The light in the dark. Is you know laughter usually follows when you get the living shit scared out of you, and they these were jump scares when. The jumps would surprise you because you yeah. did not see them coming. Oh, exactly. And especially during the conversation, uh, having the guy who did the voice of Mojo Jojo as the, I mean, that voice, the voice on the phone, and that's yeah. what it's credited as, just a voice. Yeah. Wonderful job. I just, it's like, I want to know who I'm looking at. You're on the phone with a stranger, you don't know who it is, and it's, exactly. it's great. It reinvented, you got the slasher genre back. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks to Wes Craven. Yeah. And then you had, I know what you did last summer, and all these other things. They, the, the slasher thing came back. He wasn't, you weren't, yeah, you weren't talking about a supernatural natural thing anymore. It brought it back to the reality of the maniacs and all mm. that stuff too. And then also too Yeah. He even like brought it back once again with Scream Four. The, yes. In the world of sequels, he was like, Oh, I'll make a sequel to make a sequel. Yes. <laughs> I love that. It's like it's a sequel about them making a remake. No, we're not remaking it, but we're talking about remakes in there. He actually the thing is it stayed its uh, test of time and I know they want to do two more or something. Yeah, like, or Wes wants to. Yeah, Wes wants to. I'm, I'm not sure if it'll be done, but I will say, you know, it was good. I mean, Scream 1, Scream 2, and Scream And there 3. is also another uh, mm-hmm. incarnation of Scream coming to the world, the TV series. There's, there's going to be a, a TV series There's a TV series of Scream coming, and Wes Craven does have his hands in it, so we do have that, that coming. So it's going to be a little more evolved. Yeah. Kind of like how uh, the uh, From Dust Till Dawn TV series is going deeper into Reggie's psyche. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. Or the Fargo like, series. Yeah, exactly. It's just the way you would see it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fargo. Yeah. You should see the Fargo uh, and um, the Dead Zone. Dead Zone, yes. All of those. Was that a West Craven as well? No, that was uh, Stephen King. 
Oh, shit. I, I, I didn't mean to bastardize, you know, but the wrong creator. So, yeah. yeah. But still, you think of the movies as footnotes, and then the series go deeper into our characters and yeah. develop them a little more. And which that's, I like. that's going to be pretty awesome, too, depending on how, how much Raven will be involved. Because if he's going to be involved with, like, writing and yeah. everything like that, maybe even maybe directing the pilot yeah. and everything, that's awesome. Because mm-hmm. to see Wes Craven come back to the mainstream again yeah. and do a TV series... Would there be you pretty freaking cool. It would because he's a he's an excellent director, and I know he doesn't need to work anymore. But I do love his style. Well, that's the whole thing. He doesn't need to work anymore, but he still wants to create. I love the fact that he wants to create because so many, you know, just walk away. Yeah, because he, he can live on the work work money. alone. He's been able to live off them for years. And uh, uh, my, my 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 point is, you are right. He yeah. does belong on Mount Rushmore. Yep. Um, and for for those. For those reasons listed, it's just like I said, uh, it, I, I look forward to if there is a Scream Five and Six because thing is, I did not go to see Scream Four in theaters, but you know what? I couldn't help myself; I had to see it. I unfortunately did. I regret the person I went with, but I loved it. Oh, okay. I loved the movie, hated the person I was with. Hey, it happens. But the thing is, yeah, that was a, that was a perfect trilogy. It was, especially with Jamie Kennedy. Uh, that was nice. Being, being able to be in all, all three after be, dying in the second. If you're seeing this video right now, I'm dead. Exactly. And I do not regret having sex with that girl. Nope. And then he, de- it's it's funny. And then he develops really key points to make sure you keep the rules going. Exactly. And that is good. And it's like nope. Then you're dealing with the trilogy. That was that was a wonderful uh, way to work yeah. him in, and uh, that was terrific. And especially with the big role that I thought was funny. He goes now. In a, you know, in a, a trilogy, even the main character can die. That's me off. Yeah, I love that. He goes, yeah, forget, perfect. Yeah, forget what you know. I loved, I loved that running theme in the trilogy. And then they tried to take the rules. It's like, well, ru- rules are different in remakes. Yeah. They, they were poking fun at that, and I'm like, yeah, they tried to do the next level. It's like, no, I'm going to be the new Randy. I'm going to be this. Yeah. I love the way they played with that. Yeah, well, it's like even the open moments of Scream 4 when mm-hmm. they did the mm-hmm. the incarnations of the Stab movies. Oh, yes. They did like, oh, okay, this was the opening to Stab 3, uh, 5, 9. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. It when she goes, well, well, why didn't they open this? It just looks like the same as the other. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then she, the, the, the fake-out, the fake-out opening was great. Oh, yeah. Um, the, 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 the Right there, Wes was very self-aware of the movies that were there, because what were they up to, they were up to stab nine in yeah. that universe or something yeah. like that. And that's, he, you know what he's making fun of? He's making fun of his own Nightmare series. You know, he's making way. fun of the world of horror in general. Yes. But he, he's self-aware. Not, he's not, yeah, he's self-aware. He's not letting himself off the hook on it. Mm-hmm. But also, too, he's like going, Saw seven, yeah. <laughs> and it was funny the way he just meshed into it. Yeah. He just, you know, he just he he sat in the director's chair, and uh, once again the same writer, right? Yeah. They, I, I I think what's kept it pretty pretty good is the team together. Exactly. But he, that is a beautiful Mount Dormore, buddy. Yeah. And I I just have to agree with you, and uh, I hope I didn't talk too much on it, but I just no. figured, you know, if you bring up the founding fathers, so to speak, yeah, you gotta talk about it. exactly. And or in this case, founding father, uh, fathers and mother. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you talk about Heather yeah. Nancy, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, your Gormar was perfect too. Doug's, mm-hmm. Nick's, Matt's were really good ones too. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, there, there, there's the founding thing. I mean, it's the basis of which we have horror day, and especially once again, you know, like with, uh, with Matt's Nosferatu, that's the original model. I mean, that's yeah. once again silent film horror. Yeah, uh, it it fits. Yeah, it, it's a very good choice. So we leave it to you, the Nowhere listeners, since you guys didn't answer us the first time around. Uh, <laughs> what is your picks for Mount Bormore? Yes. Hit us up, facebook.com slash Nowhere California, Twitter, at 
nowhere underscore podcast and on our email nowhere underscore california at yahoo.com tell us your picks for mount gormore i think we're going to do more of these episodes i think we can probably hit a comedy comedy mount rushmore oh yes drama you can definitely hit some you know it's like it's like who it's like academy award winning uh you know best actor best actor ones yeah and of course knowing us we'll have a crap more Oh, oh, crap more. Who is the... Ma- who who belongs to the mountain of the shittiest films ever made? Yes. Oh, okay, you know what? That that would be great. Our eyes are on you, Christian Bale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you lose your shit on set one more time. Yeah, okay. okay. So, to end this lovely episode in North California, if you heard our bumper in the beginning, we are doing to a lesser degree, and the two actors are Tom Hanks to... Michael Keaton. Okay. Yeah, this was kind of a hard one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you go first. I think I've got it. Okay, okay, okay. I start with Michael Keaton, right? Yeah. Okay, Michael Keaton worked with Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson... Okay, sorry. I need to name the movie, right? Yeah. Michael Keaton worked with Jack Nicholson in Batman. Yeah. Jack Nicholson worked with Helen Hunt in Wait. As Good As... Huh? What? No, no, keep going. Jack Nicholson worked with Helen Hunt in As Good As It Gets. Son of a bitch. Okay, and then Helen Hunt worked with Tom, Tom Hanks in Castaway. Was that yours? Yeah, exactly. Holy yours. shit! Round two. That never <laughs> happens. Oh god, this is going to go into sudden death. I think. Oh great! So, so bitch. you name the first actor this time. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. <sighs> okay, William Defoe. Shit. Okay. Okay, William Defoe is the first actor, and the second actor will now be. Um, you can influence this now at this yeah. point, which is kind of jacked up. No, you shouldn't think about. No, it no, much. I'm trying to figure like a good name, William Defoe, and. Uh, like I said, the harder the better, but yeah, I know that's the whole thing. Um, you, you're blanking on actors' names. I kind of am. Oh fucking hell! I will be deleting this part. All right, all right. <laughs> Make right. Okay. So we're doing... So it is William Defoe to Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan. Okay, are you ready for round two? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so you, I think. You, okay, maybe I should go first this time? I think you should go first since I went first last time. Okay, so we're connecting William Defoe to Meg Ryan. Okay, as goes. William Defoe was in Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Right. Tobey Maguire was in Brothers with Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. Jake Gyllenhaal was in City Slickers with Billy Crystal. Right. Who was in When Harry Met Sally with Meg Ryan. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know what? I, I'm going to have to abstain on this one because I got lost um, when I got stuck on Body of Evidence and all I can see is William Defoe's ass twitching so I'm going oh, I, I, I <laughs> to abstain because I can't leave. Uh, I don't think that thought's going to leave my head. Oh, no, God. no, no, it's not. <laughs> you know the drill. <laughs> but, but, but at least we got Madonna's hardcore humping uh, in there to balance well, when She wasn't a uh, 80-year-old British man now. Oh, God, yeah. Scary. Or her tits down to her knees, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, oh. She's not shaving her pits anymore from yeah. what she's been posting. Give it loop. Okay. All right. Well, this is Philip Morgan from Nowhere, California, and I painted myself into a corner. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening.